Hello and welcome. Hello, hello. Hope you're joining me. I'm just just getting my camera all set. So whoever comes in, let's see if we can get this going here. Okay, we'll see. Wonderful. Louise, you're here. Yay. It's been a while. So glad to, to see that you're here, but like I can't see you yet, but very soon, <laughs> very soon, we're going to have that capability. Here, I'm going to turn on another light, see if that helps a bit. Yeah, that sounds good. And I do have a bigger light. So let's see as everybody's coming in. Just say hello in the chat. I'm going to say hi to um, just here is the place to ask questions and say hello. Great. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing great. Doing, doing really, really great. Um, just, you know, getting excited. My husband and I were mapping out our... Um, you know, in the next few weeks with all our, hello, Kelly. Oh, it looks like Louise. I lost Louise, but she's coming back. So hopefully tell me, oh, there you are. <laughs> good, good. And um, just say hello, say where you're from. Kelly, good to see you. Wonderful. I, you know, um, I'm just so happy to do this. Uh, next week, actually, they're going to be rolling out a live stream where I can get invite people into the live stream so we can actually like see each other face to face. <laughs> so this sounds great. Good, good. Hi, hi. All right. So you're from Michigan. I am in Delaware. Louise, how are you? Where, you know, just um, how are the kids? How are the plans going? I just, I just miss my, that's my little blueprint crew. <laughs> and I was just doing a, another group through the blueprint really getting excited about um and here all my daffodils are starting to bloom i live in delaware mid-atlantic area good good glad to see you doing good so we'll give people a chance to roll in but in the meantime um i'm just going to you know get myself acclimated here i borrowed my son's ipad so i can see the chat when i do a live stream Ooh, that was a shield bug that just went flying towards my face <laughs> so, that's how warm it is the shield bugs i don't know if you know those stink bugs anyway they're horrible <laughs> they sound like a little helicopter come when they come tearing at you anyway <clears throat> i'm just so grateful to be here with you to be in the community to be able to share um, as we're getting ready for this Lenten season, um, it is one of my favorite seasons because it leads me, it just kind of prepares my heart for, for Easter, which is my favorite season. Um, yeah, I love the poster behind me. Isn't that an awesome poster? Yep, yep. It is. We are on a mission from God. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> so I love that one. I wear a beret myself. And, and lately, and I, I love those posters of him, even just where he's walking with his rosary. And I um, have needed more exercise and I wanted the habit of saying my rosary daily. So I combined both of them. So there you go. <laughs> Welcome whoever is joining us today. Please, I see Susanna's here. Great. Um, 
you know, if you're brand new to the community, say hi. If this is uh, something new, let us know. <clears throat> There's little emojis in the chat, so you can always spice it up a bit with those little emojis. But um, tell us if you're new, if you, um, you know, are you struggling right now? Is Lent kind of a, something that you're thinking a little panicky about it? <clears throat> let me get some water here. <clears throat> Pardon me. This is one of those things where you know this is going on live. It's not perfect. <laughs> Good morning. Oh, Tina, my goodness, all the way in the Philippines. You're in the future for us. You're in the new day. How are you, Tina, honey? So glad to have you join us. Great. And I hope that I'm going, this is all being recorded. <clears throat> and then what happens is I'm going to put the replay in. But I really want us to share this because I know it's really hard. Yeah, nice to see you live too. I'm so grateful. Oh, Jacinta, it's good to see you. Oh, so glad you can make it. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find the time to get people from all over the world. That's the perfect time, but <laughs> it's not always. Good, good, good. All right, so here we are. Here we are getting together. Great, some good, everybody, the names I recognize. I'm so grateful that you're joining me today. It is, it is something close to my heart to be able to just jump into this community. As, and as I said, um, if you see me jumping around even a little bit more, it's because there's a little bug that's flying around up here in the attic with me. <laughs> anyway, so without further ado, what I'd like to do is just invite you into prayer. Because as we, as with everything, we, we want to invite God into this and infuse us. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, most of you know my St. Teresa bookmark prayer, uh, but I also today, I thought I'd pull out Padre Pio. He's that saint. I was born on his birthday, so I feel a strong affinity for him. Uh, my grandmother in Italy had gone to mass with him many times, but he has this beautiful prayer for trust and confidence. And as we're starting to discern about our Lenten plans, <clears throat> Let us please, uh, you know, ask for his intercession. Oh Lord, we ask for a boundless confidence and a trust in your divine mercy and the courage to accept the crosses and sufferings that bring immense goodness to our souls and that of your church. Help us to love you with a pure and contrite heart and to humble ourselves beneath your cross as we climb the mountain of holiness carrying our cross that leads to heavenly glory may we receive you with great faith and love in holy communion and allow you to act in us as you desire for your greater glory oh jesus most adorable heart and eternal fountain of divine love may our prayer find favor before the divine majesty of your heavenly father and the blessed mother the best mom in the world as all my children would say let us inter please intercede for us as we pray a hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So what I'd like to do is I'm going to share my screen here. Let's see. Uh, we're going to go entire screen. We're going to share, and then we're going to see if we can get to this one. Great, it should be coming up in just a minute. We'll see. <laughs> Let me know in the chat if you actually can see. 
if you can see my screen, that would be awesome. Just, uh, that would be great. Just takes a few seconds for us to get all perfect. Okay, great, great, that's wonderful. Yes, you can see it, hooray. So here we are, just on the threshold of, of a very, very profound time. And I don't know about you, but I've been getting tons of emails every day, many emails with beautiful, wonderful invitations of things to do for Lent. Some of them are for family activities, some are for adults, there's just a, a wealth of things to do. And as those were coming through my inbox, I thought, my goodness, I remember what it was like, you know, trying to homeschool and have my schedule and, and then thinking, oh no, how am I going to squeeze in, you know, Lent and, and what are we going to do for Lent and, and how are we possibly going to get everything done? So I, I thought it would be really, really helpful for us to kind of just talk about that a little bit here. So um, I first, before we, um, let me get to the screen here. Okay. I wanted to first talk about the community because I really, really hope that you will, during Lent, understand that, you know, a lot of times people, you know, want to shy, you know, one of the things they give up is social media and, and the community is not meant to be it is not social media it's really a place for us to gather to be together and so it's not about just more and more passive scrolling and more information i really want us to gather together and so this is kind of like the big purpose and and i hope to in like a month or so be able to to gather with you and put together kind of like the principles of community of catholic community because what we're doing is we're building culture and in that culture comes you know our practices our beliefs and what better way than infusing you know uh this community with our practices and beliefs around the liturgical year but really what does it mean what does it mean to our families what does it mean to actually growing in our faith so we join together catholic parents who are reimagining education through the choice to homeschool right and we're changing our mindsets about what education looks like on a daily basis and we're participating together in things like this little kind of workshop quests challenges that help us to facilitate our roles as education and faith guides to our children right while supporting each other and hopefully some of you are meeting up locally but here we are meeting virtually so that we can use the short amount of time that we have our little children under our wings and with confidence ensure that our children are well prepared to be launched into the world yay with a relationship with the lord and a real sense of their gifts and their strengths so here it comes wednesday ash wednesday lent begins it's beginning on february 22nd um for some of us like you tina it's gonna happen sooner <laughs> than for some of us and so what does lent entail it entails a, a season of 40 days that is moving us onto this path towards the beautiful beautiful Easter celebration of our Lord's resurrection. And we are mimicking many things that are biblical. Yes, you know, the time of Jesus, uh, you know, when he was, uh, even Moses, Old Testament, you know, he fasted for 40 days. He was out there. So, so many biblical 
uh, references to this special 40 days that is always in preparation for mo for really opening our hearts to the glory of his resurrection. And during that time, it's not only about just getting closer to God, getting to know him, it's about changing our hearts and, and being able to be grateful for the for redemption, for the sacrifice that he made. And when we're homeschooling, we think, well, this is just so super important. How can I fit it in? We have prayer and fasting and almsgiving. And then there's just too many options. I can't add anything more to what we're already doing, right? So all those emails, all those incredible, wonderful things to do. So let's keep it focused and let's keep it super, super simple. So you say, okay, Paula, how do you do that? You know, otherwise we're going to fall behind on so many different things. Well, what I'd like to do is first, let's do prayer, prayer, right? The family that prays together stays, stays together. And that's Father Peyton. You know, prayer is that first, first, um, uh, you know, if you want to think about a stool, you know, the three pronged or even the Trinity, you know, it's really lovely. Things happen in threes. It's so beautiful. So that prayer is, is one of those pivotal moments in our Lenten journey. Well, do we need to reinvent what we're doing for our families? Do we? No. You, your families are already doing some incredible, beautiful things already that are kind of tailor-made for your Lenten season. When we're going to Mass, it is in the Lenten season we're doing the readings. We're immersing ourselves in Scripture. So instead of trying to layer something new into it, make sure we're intentional about talking about the readings, maybe even looking at the, the, I know for me, we have, we have in our parish, we have one of the, the, the uh, hymn books <laughs> that we do. And we, we can even look and make sure we're participating in the songs. You know, we're hopefully also, and I know you guys are already doing this and that's family prayer time, right? You're already gathering together in the evening, you're either praying with scripture or in your homeschool, you're doing prayer time before you start school or in the middle of the school day, you know, you're saying the Angelus, all these are beautiful ways to get prayer. You're already doing them, but have the discussion and discuss how it's fitting in with the journey uh, of our Lenten journey. And in that Lenten journey, what are we doing? We're going to be focusing on the passion of the Lord. And we're going to be doing the Stations of the Cross, really being immersed in that. Those are two things that I know are, our parish does Stations of the Cross. And I know it was really hard when the kids are very little to do that all the time. But what you can do is even just have holy cards or look at the Bible where it talks about each one of those stations. You know, take, there's 14 stations, maybe take two to three or three of them each week and just focus on that story in the Bible. So these are all things you're doing already. Just make them work with the season that we're living in right now. You also know that singing is praying twice, right? And play is learning. So some families are musical. Make all the songs Lenten songs. And what about the songs your kids are doing? You know, um, music lessons. I know for us, we would ask our music teachers to try to teach the children different Lenten hymns during that season of Lent. So again, you're not doing anything new. 
you're just intentional about what you're focusing on, the content of what you're already doing. And as I said, there's a Lego scene there with this little baby being baptized. But I know my children used to take their blocks and they would build altar scenes or they would build little mini stations of the cross, just even with blocks and Legos that they had around the house. These are all important, important ways for them to, on a tactile level, take that beautiful mystery and internalize it. So the other thing is drawing. As we say, drawing is meditative. Um, if your family's doing family rosary, maybe we make an emphasis on the sorrowful mysteries and we ask our children to draw, draw the best that they can, you know, in, in just blank paper while we're praying or making that part of your art lessons in your homeschool. So let's talk about fasting. Okay, fasting. It seems to me like the secular world always says, oh, you Catholics, what are you giving up for Lent? As if that was the only thing we do for Lent. And that's kind of why, you know, prayer is, as I say, that kind of cornerstone. Well, when we're talking about fasting, it's really about the opportunity for self-denial and good works, isn't it? You know, self-denial, giving things up, but what do we mean? It's not just about sweets. It's not just about TV or social media. All well and good. It's really about turning our hearts, turning away our hearts. And so that we replace the things that we're giving up instead with good things, good things as we strive to repent, to be grateful and thankful for all the beautiful gifts that we have, to to be able to, isn't it, isn't it true that, you know, if you're giving up certain things and you're doing without for a while, when you get it back, you have this whole new appreciation for it. Don't we take so much for granted? So again, is this something else that we're layering into our homeschool? No, it's a focus. It's a focus on the things we're doing already. Now, um, we're going to, and we always talk about this in our homeschools, we're talking about virtues, our call to holiness. So infusing this idea of what does fasting mean? It means fasting, yes, from food, but also from habits, the things that we know. And I think even just having the discussion on Ash Wednesday and making that like a little family meeting, what are some of the habits? What are some of the things that I wish I wasn't doing so much anymore that isn't really for the good of the family? or for the good of myself. What are those things that I can be giving up? So the third prong is what? Almsgiving or giving alms. And what does that actually mean in homeschool? Well, it means the same thing. It's about teaching us, helping us to be generous. Oh my goodness. Now, ordinarily we talk about it in monetary gifts. And for example, there is the tradition that if families are, let's say, doing without certain things, they save that money, whatever money's kind of being saved from their budget, that's something that they put into the alms box. And I know that many of you already are contributing to your churches in whatever capacity you can. This is a beautiful time to pause again in Lent and intentionally, even though you're maybe having the little kids in the pew, you know, your children are lined up in the pew, you used to always give, you know, a dollar or two the children would get and they would put it in the collection box. But it's about the conversation we're having and we're talking about why are we doing this and what does it mean to give alms? So, and of course, it's not just monetary gifts, it's our time, it's our talent, it's our ability to give back. 
So we always are pointing to the good works, seeing, and this is the other big thing. You know, in our own homeschool, we parents think that we have to do it all, right? Now, granted, we are the ones that are leading the effort. And it's through the grace of yes that we get whatever, you know, whether we're doing it imperfectly or not, God infuses his grace and makes it that much better. But it's also an opportunity for us to model that for our children. And that means helping them to understand the vital need of recognizing others in need. And when we talk about almsgiving, that's an element to that. We are looking around in our family and, and, and in our neighborhood and in the world and saying, where is there a great need? Can I serve it with either monetary? Can I serve it with my time, giving of my time and my talent? Um, our family uh, every year was very blessed. There was a parish in our area that uh, would put on the Via Crucis. And our children started in January. And for 15 years, our Lent began in January as we did rehearsals. And what it was, was we gave to the community an hour of meditation on the passion and the stations of the cross. And these were done in beautiful vignettes and full costumes. We even had costumes from Ben-Hur movie. It was an incredible experience that our children were living and acting out this beautiful faith thing. Did I need to do anything else for our Lenten? You know, we had to, we had prayer, of course, at the center, but that was the main family thing we were learning to give to others in need through these prayers. So I also wanted to let you know that Books, yay, books, reading time is so incredible and wonderful for our, uh, you know, for our homeschools. There's really, when when in doubt, pick up a book and read out loud. Really should be a mantra, <laughs> you know, when in doubt. When you're having a hard day, just, okay, everybody, we're going to sit down and have story time. <laughs> well, I have put together, and it's on the website, catholichomeschool.online, but it's also in the community under the category blog. <laughs> and so in there are all the blog articles. I just posted this, an updated version of the homeschool reading plan for Lent. And what it does is it took, I took example from two really great books, um, and I'll show them to you in a minute. Uh, in there, it's, it's really a take to heart. It was the book. Around the year, um, around the year with the trapped family, it's many of you may know it. It's a classic, and it's um, in there. Maria von Trapp talks about a reading plan that she and her family did, and it was centered around something for something for the mind, something for the heart, and something for the soul. And I have that all categorized, and even some suggestions for little guys versus the teens and the adults. Um, and you'll kind of get the hang of that. And every year we would grow on that. But those would be our free time reading books. Or sometimes some of them you'll see have historical perspectives. And that could be the history books. So being able to just say, we're not going to really be doing anything new. We're not layering in something else because we live our faith. Our faith is centered to our curriculum, to our homeschool life. We're infusing it with our beautiful prayers 
with opportunities to fast, to, to give up self-denial and replace it with good habits and good works. And then we're being able to look out for others and see others in need. So thank you. And that's about, I'm going to stop sharing right now. Let's so get back to the main screen. It'll take me just a second. Okay, let's escape to Dom. And let's see if we can get me back. Yeah, there I am. Hooray. <laughs> okay, good. Well, um, from that, I bet you might have some questions or maybe not, but I hope that's something that's helpful to you to help you understand that, you know, homeschooling. And I guess the biggest thing I want to leave you with is that homeschooling isn't something separate from your lives. And our lives are totally centered on our faith, on our and, and our faith is liturgical and we have seasons to them. So when we're homeschooling, we just have to adjust in that rhythm as well and not have to feel like, oh my goodness, I didn't order the right prayer book. I didn't order the right calendar. I didn't do this. And while there's so many beautiful things that make it easier, I really, really, um, you know, I really don't want you to panic. I want you to feel like you were already doing so much of it and it's already there. It, it doesn't have to be that much more complicated. So great. Great. Thank you. I see some comments in there. Yes. Yes. Information and ideas overload. Absolutely, Rose. And that was really kind of the motivation for me to just jumping in and doing this live here because I felt I always felt that pressure myself. I I feel it from all of you because you are taking this mission of being the primary educators of your children in faith, this call, this, like, as I said, the mission, we're on a mission from God. It's totally serious. And so you want to be able to infuse it, not to miss those opportunities. But I think when we think about all those things, it does distract us from the abundance that is already in front of us. And some of that abundance is really in just how we're forming our homeschool, how we're forming, how we're having conversations with our children. All of that counts. <laughs> it's really important. So great, great. Tina, thank you so much. Um, thanks, Kelly saying thank you. Simple, manageable approach. I hope so. I do hope that you understand that. Yes, and Rose said I could have used... Uh, the bad day just read advice earlier today, but my voice is shot from a cold. Oh, I'm sorry, Rose. I hope you feel better. <laughs> oh, it is really hard. And, you know, you're going to have bad days um, in the middle of Lent always. And it's one of the things I, I really hope um, that you do is you kind of plan for those bad days. And as I said, when in doubt, you know, just pick up, pick up a book and read aloud or actually have one of your children read aloud <laughs> or something. But again, intentionally having things around that give our children the sense of wonder and joy. And, and it really is about, you know, modeling that for our children. You know, if we're looking forward to Lent and really understanding the beautiful gift that it is, that's kind of setting this incredible, irreplaceable gift for our children that as they grow up, they're like, wow. Lent isn't something that, oh no, oh gosh, here comes that time. I have to give stuff up. There's so much more to Lent than just giving things up, right? So yes, Rose, you could do audiobooks or podcasting. It's alive is a great one. That's absolutely right. There's also a lot, a lot of 
a lot of really good books are audio. Um, Bethlehem Books, Bethlehem Books has many of their titles on, on audio. I know that um, some, you know, some of those good, good stories that are wonderful, historical, and even if they're not necessarily like a Catholic, and you'll see from the blog article, they are pretty much about saints and about our faith. But I really would say many of the stories too are are ones that are infusing virtues that we want in our children. So yep, great. Saints alive. Perfect. Listen to them. And that's a really, really great tip. Thank you, Tina. Um, I think that uh, if anybody has any other questions, is there anything else you, you know, have, you'd like to know? <laughs> I'd really love to hear from you. I hope that um oh i did want to share let me go grab the link i want to share with you something that i came across um i don't know if many of you know about the blessed is she ministry uh blessed is she ministries my friend you know jenna geezer and beth davis have started it um they're super about getting together you know prayer life the link is here but essentially you can always go to blessed is she and deciding what to do for Lent, I love it. I, I I love this little guide because it's really super, super simple. And what it's doing is it's just saying, look, don't just go diving into and And they do have a Lenten program. And as I said, there's so many really good things. I know I struggle with it myself. I was starting to panic about, oh, no, I don't I didn't order the right journal and I didn't sign up for the right retreat. And then I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Simplify. And one of the beautiful things about that prompt, and you don't have to download the prompt either, but it, it, of course, it's always nice to put pen to paper. Our brains work much better. We, we retain it, but we have this ability to think much clearer. Um, is I love it. She says, start by being thankful. Just resting in God and saying, you know, God, thank you. Thank you for the season of Lent. Thank you. Thank you for the sacrifice you made for being obedient unto death, to redeem salvation, to save our souls. For ease. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this time to prepare for Lent. Thank you so much. And thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to pass on the faith, to pass the baton of faith to my children and help me, help me to know how you want me to pray help me to know how you want us as a family to fast and to give alms and so really it's just as simple as that maybe if you have an opportunity put yourself in the presence of god maybe this sunday as you're attending mass just ask god as have him in your after you receive holy communion you have that beautiful time where we're intimately those you know that intimate time with god Help him, you know, help me, please, dear Lord, to know what you want me and how you want me to guide my family through this Lent. So, yes, yes. And I will say, um, Rose, uh, I mean, Tina, again, Holy Heroes, yes, they have a Lenten journey, I think, is very beautiful as well. I do, I do hope and pray that you all have a beautiful, beautiful Lent. Um, if you have any questions, let's share. I said the, the replay is going to be in the community. Let me know. Think about it. After Sunday, let's talk. 
what what are our plans let's let's share with each other welcome there's a lot of new members in the community there's people that are you know just starting with homeschooling i know i've heard from so many of them they're feeling for those of you who have been homeschooling for a while please welcome them join ask help to encourage them in the beauty of this uh, because we are truly better together we are called on a mission from god together so may god all bless you abundantly have a beautiful 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 lent a fruitful lent take care now i'm going to um i'll leave the chat up for a minute so you can collect some of those links if you need to and bye bye <laughs>